Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Hey everybody, this is Pruji here. Welcome to Revive Nations podcast. I'm with Pastor Shaiju. We just back from uh, United Arab Emirates where we had 3 days of conferences in Sharjah, uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi. It was it was blessed because the presence of God filled everybody that attended the meetings and and then we had 2 days of conference a leadership conference which we call tent of meeting where we were able to invest into a lot of young leaders and over the time there were a lot of topics a lot of questions that uh that we were asked which we would like to make it into a podcast on leadership and and speak more about it uh, uh so to start with i'm going to ask pastor shaiju this first question hey before you ask me pastor prajit thank you for this uh Uh, this push that you always manage to give me to make this podcast because podcasts are very close to Pastor Priji's heart. If you uh, are on podcast, search for Pastor Priji. What is it called? It's called Another Day with Jesus. Another Day with Jesus, and uh, I'm sure that it will bless you. Yeah, thank you. Go on. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you this: Why is it necessary to raise leaders and to delegate responsibilities, especially? uh in the church or even even for people who are outside doing various uh, who entrepreneurs or who have their own businesses is it re- necessary if it is why is it necessary i think there's a two part to your questions one why is it necessary to raise leaders mm-hmm. and the second part is delegating responsibilities i think is two different uh, realms of uh, conversation in, especially inside the church uh, not to um, sound too spiritual but foremost reason why we need to raise leaders is because our master raised leaders yeah true and there's one thing that we can learn from a master is that there is no success without successors yeah i remember um one time a pastor a elderly man of god probably in the 70s late 70s got upset with me when i asked him who uh, would continue to uh, lead the church or who he had raised uh, and mentored to take over the church and he said oh i'm going to be alive for the next 30 40 years um and i realized that comes from a part where we are afraid to trust people yeah um and and that also comes from our security in god mm. the more we are secure in god the more we are able to raise more leaders yeah um and i still remember i was 19 years old when i heard the holy spirit tell me be a father to this generation mm. and i remember thinking god i have uh, i'm not yet married um, i don't have any children how mm. is it even remotely possible that i could be a spiritual father mm. and that's the something that you understand um in the things of the spirit that in the spirit there is no time in the spirit there is no age right. uh, you don't need experience mm. because it is the grace of god that causes you to do it mm. and ever since i've had so many people who would call me dad and so many leaders that god would use uh, revive nations to raise and and many of them i believe are more anointed than i am um i think for most the the biggest necessity is because um christ multiplied through you mm. um because when jesus died he was sowed so that many more sons can be would be adopted into the kingdom of god yeah. right so it's the same principle mm. we are not here to be the superstars right we are here to multiply the sons 
just like how Jesus did so that there will be more people that will rise and from the perspective of Jesus he said you will do more greater things more greater works mm. so your sons doing greater works is not a failure to you mm. is a blessing to you mm. uh, and and besides that the second part of the question delegating responsibilities is because in the body of Christ God has given certain gifts to certain people one of the best examples i could give is is the way you compliment me uh with revive nations mm. and and one thing that i have noticed about you is the security in which you do it mm. um for those listeners um who are listening for the first time pastor priji has a church um uh, within 2 years they've had a successful um successfully growing and many more leaders being raised um they're starting african fellowship there are other fellowships that have come throughout uh, from this church in india um and and i think you're starting a church in kenya Hmm. uh more lot of things god is doing through you um with all that being said and done um i you have been one of the core leaders of revive nations hmm. and in this uae trip you did a brilliant job of going ahead of the conference and delegating and working on the administration and calling and you know sweeping and doing the things that is the background work hmm. and if you were to ask me to do it i would fail miserably in that because that is not my strength mm. your strength is my weakness and mm. my weakness is your strength mm. and in you coming to i still remember the first time we had this conversation it was on the road in hebal uh, near near to my old the house i stayed before and i remember telling an example of how there was this man that stood with billy graham mm. who had a ministry of his own but would sacrifice his ministry to stand with Billy Graham so that he could see Billy Graham reach more people than he would have otherwise done by himself. Yeah. I think that is a core principle that many people uh, refuse to see mm. uh, because it it comes f- from being self selfless saying mm. that I'm going to be a blessing to my church. I'm going to be a blessing to my pastor. I'm going to be a blessing. I'm going to do some things that I may not be. I'm going to let my pastor do things that I won't do myself. Mm. I'm going to empower my leaders to do something that I can't do myself. So mm. it's it's each of them rising in the capacity and the calling and the gifts that God has stored in the body of Christ. True. So therefore when we try to do everything by ourselves, we fail. Yeah. But when we identify the gifts that people um function in, Mm. Uh, and we we trust them with that responsibility mm. you will see that the whole ministry is amplified yeah and 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 we can be more productive that way right mm. uh, so uh, so i i hear you say that uh, leaders we have to raise irrespective of their qualification their strengths their weaknesses but but when we delegate responsibilities we do that based on their strengths and their giftings and their abilities am i yeah. right um see um, you 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 are right you are right but i've i've seen a different approach in the body of christ um by management standards i might be wrong mm-hmm. but i have seen that commitment comes first okay you can always take somebody who is committed and train them in a particular skill okay but you can never take somebody who's got the skill and no commitment and try to f- force commitment into them 
That's true. So I, in our ministry, we've had people who didn't know how to use a computer, mm. but they were so committed enough that they had the capacity to learn. Right. But now I'm not, of course, I'm not talking about people who don't have the capacity to learn and you put them in the wrong seat on the right, right. bus and then they cause their great chaos. Mm. Not mm. talking about that. But mm. God is able to use people that are wholehearted and great students of life mm. that they can pick up stuff. Um, I remember when Robin joined us uh, as a web admin uh, in the beginning, uh, I would ask him, have you done this before? And he would say, you know what, I haven't done it, but I'm going to learn it and I'm mm. going to get it done. Yeah. And to date, I have, I have said crazy stuff that I would love to see on our website, our online media. And, and he's never said, I know everything, but he's been so passionate to learn it and, and make sure it is done. Yeah. So that is something that we need to look is are they passionate enough are they students of life are they willing to go the extra mile. Yeah. On 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 the same note how diffi- different it is for you to be a leader in the church and for you to be leader in the world or in the corporate or in your business is is it two different things or are the principles the same? I think it 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 goes back to what the calling is. Okay. Because there are some people that are anointed leaders mm-hmm. but they are also anointed administrators anointed to do business okay. uh, one good example would be bishop td jakes mm-hmm. uh, many people wouldn't agree uh, with his lifestyle mm-hmm. but uh, you have to give it to the guy that he's had the wisdom and the creativity to tap into businessmen of the world mm-hmm. and create his own business empire mm-hmm. um, so that creativity exists in all of us so it doesn't necessarily that the preacher has to always remain preaching it, that's yep. the call yep. but then i also need to remind that when when god spoke to uh, certain other men of god god mm. specifically told them don't enter into business yeah yeah so you need to know what the call of god is so uh, you know so i i have had this personal struggle where in in my within my team to to be able to communicate my vision at effectively to them what would you say how how is it possible for you know vision casting is a very important thing mm-hmm. uh, for a leader for a team Absolutely. what's the best way to uh, you know share your vision with your team yeah. uh, see um, it's been about 10 months that uh, i've been a pastor at emmanuel church in montreal mm-hmm. and it's been a great time of learning immense principles and gems that i never learned as an evangelist mm-hmm. and all i could think was with with the amount of things that i've learned mm-hmm. all i could think was god why didn't you make me a pastor earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> not because i enjoyed the sufferings mm-hmm. but but i enjoyed the learning mm-hmm. i enjoyed the building that that god gave um the the process that he took us he's taking us through mm. um and for casting vision i think there's about four things that um, a pastor could start off with one of the the first things that he could do is use the platform to cast the vision mm. which is the most powerful plat- powerful state Way. that god has given every single pastor mm. um and and that the pulpit right so you you sometimes we get so spiritual that we we only just focus on preaching uh, the 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 things of god but as a pastor you also are leading a group mm. so you not only use the 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 platform to speak about the word of god you also cast the vision from that pulpit of where god is taking us mm. so that people are part of that journey mm. and one thing that i've learned is that <laughs> there are times when i have preached certain things like over a extended period of time mm. and after probably 
two months, I've had some of my close people ask me the same question about the same thing that I thought I did a good job preaching for four weeks. Hmm. So in my head, I'm thinking, what were you doing when I preached the same subject for four hmm. weeks? Hmm. So then I realized that some topics has to be revisited yeah. and recast. Hmm. And it's it's not a one-time process, process yeah. so you have to keep for us in our churches Ezekiel 37 where three years strategy was given by God mm. so we had to keep revisiting and keep reminding people that this is the direction that we are going besides that you you we have uh, learned over time to work on uh, the leadership uh, the, the the casting the vision individually to the leadership okay um, not just from the pulpit but mm. you um, so there was a time when I I did a group leaders meeting mm -hmm. but then I did not find it very effective so I instead of then meeting uh, all of them at one go mm -hmm. I decided to break it down to smaller leaders meeting mm. so instead of me meeting with four uh, with with all the 40 50 leaders in my church mm -hmm. I decided to meet with 10 15 people that pertain to that group okay. so it would be more specific more direct more right. um, so that would be another level where you can third um, is definitely one-on-one -on -one. a principle that never fails is over meals mm. over food yeah there are certain people that God has placed in your church as influential people that have influence over other people there are certain people that God has maybe these are people that you don't like maybe these are people that don't understand you maybe mm. these are people that may even be fighting you yeah. but if you can can fill your heart with the heart of a shepherd mm. uh, with love and mercy and grace and if you can have one-on-one -on -one vision casting mm. uh, that is very important fourth is something that probably uh, is very western but is a very very beautiful thing to do is to have visual boards all over your church right visual um, casting your vision on, on online on your mm. Facebook header on your Instagram mm. uh, reminding them through it and if when people come in right now we have a TV um, as soon as people come and there's a television that we bought an LED screen the only thing the LED screen does is to keep projecting our vision mm. projecting our direction projecting our services it's mm. imagery there's mm. nothing else that comes on the TV so you constantly put it I've seen other uh, churches that has got these beautiful square Instagram frames mm -hmm. of what the vision is mm. you put it all over the place right. so you reinforce it in the hearts of people this is what we stand this is what we represent this is what we go that's that's really nice now Pastor Shaiju uh, how do you uh, manage your time. I know that you're a really busy person. You you have to spend time with your family. You pastor a big church. You lead Revive Nations. You have a lot of mentees that you personally invest into, uh, and you have children. You know who 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 <laughs> need your time and your attention. So how would you uh, manage? How do you manage your time in all of this and yet spend time in the feet of Jesus and you know. Uh, See, I'll be very honest with uh, with you and all our listeners that I have I have not done a great job um, at managing my time, mm. uh, especially because this has been a very very new uh, environment for me, mm -hmm. and uh, it has been it has taken time um, personally because I'm still learning to adjust. Just ten months as a senior pastor, the first three months I I was almost. Um, pulled by the 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 rush of the river um, but over time i started realizing this one of this precious lessons that i learned from one of our brothers who's a caretaker at a church 
um, I was, uh, after everybody was gone, I was sitting and breaking my head in the office and I was sweating and uh, and this man, he's got his vacuum in his hands, he comes by, precious brother Marconi, and he comes and he looks at me and he sees my state and he, he just tells me, he said, Pastor, I've been here for over 15 years, he said, 14, 15 years, he said, can I tell you something that, that can I advise, give you an advice? I said, absolutely, please. And he said, Pastor, go home. The church is going to be here even tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, wow, I think I'm going to remember the statement for the rest of my life as long as I'm in the church ministry. Um, and he said, the church is going to be here even tomorrow. And it, it brought a lot of perspective, you mm. know, because sometimes we want to just get things done overnight. Mm. And maybe we have to have the priorities of of whatever is my priority is what I'm going to do. Everything else can wait. Hmm. That could be a good principle to That's follow. true. That's true. And and that reminds me that it's very necessary for leaders to have a schedule, mm. a, a structure to everything that they do, in, including how they handle ministry, how they handle uh, everything. So so how, how do you have anything to share on structure? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, structure is a big topic in itself. And I, I think if I even start, I won't do justice to the topic. Maybe that's something that we should be able to uh, revisit that. In another if, podcast? Uh, absolutely. If our listeners are interested and if they can just let us know on our comments or on the whatever, Facebook, Twitter, um, we'd love to do a part two of it. Yep. That'll be really great. Thank you. So, thank you for sharing, Pastor Shaiju. Uh, I hope you've been blessed by this. Uh, take a moment to share this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you uh, are online, and make sure that others are equally blessed as much as you are. The mobile app. Yeah, and uh, if you don't have uh, the Revive Nations mobile app, uh, go on Play Store or the App Store and download it there, and you can listen to the podcast there as well search for Revive Nations and yes uh, absolutely we'd love to update them on the latest resources on that as well yep that's great God bless you guys have a blessed week ahead